another episode of the bench mob ent we are back we are in live we are here tonight i got the whole crew cj money bags how you doing tonight good ready to get back to it excited greg g baby that's the hot takes how you doing tonight you already started early nobody heard it but you started early I'm good, bro. I'm I'm, re- I'm ready. I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to talk all that. Talk all that that stuff I normally talking on here. So I'm, I'm ready, bro. Miles, Knicks Tate, Summer League, top notch team, Davenport Smooth Operator. How you doing tonight? I'm good, bro. I'm ready to talk some sports. All right, yo. So we're gonna start off. We get, we're talking about everything. You know, Week One NFL is back. Preseason. Some of these quarterbacks. Talking about some basketball, talking about some workouts that's happening, some different trades, things of that nature. But we first got to start off with the most important news, obviously. Like, it's the most important news, the most valuable news that's going on right now. Tim Tebow has been waived. Tim Tebow has been waived, is no longer a Jaguar, no longer going. That Titan experiment has been done. What was y'all takeaways uh, from Tim Tebow being cut? Listen, before before Greg sound off, uh, <laughs> let me go real quick because <laughs> yeah, I know you're already about to get it started. But um, nah, man, I I, I thought I, I feel two two ways about it. Right, a part of me is is glad that that it didn't work out because again, I don't think he should have ever came to this in the first place. I don't think he he should have been awarded a shot. Oh, we talked about it over other people that have played this position for years in the NFL that had, you know, successful seasons last year um, that caught touchdowns and are still free agents today. Um, I don't think he should have been awarded the, the opportunity to even be brought in, um, you know, for, for the chance to even, you know, try out for the team. However, he did. There wasn't anything we could do about it, you know, after the fact. So um, a, a part of me, you know, doesn't feel bad for him, but, hey, he tried something that he thought he could be good at. And, you know, I give him credit. He 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 busted his, his tail trying to get to, you know, get a spot on that team as a tight end. You see the way he transformed his body in, in such a short amount of time from, from when they acknowledged that, um, you know, they were signing him as a tight end. So, uh, hey, you know, Tim Tebow is going to be successful no matter what he does after this. You know, he, he's been a broadcaster. Um, I'm curious to see if he goes back to that, but um, he'll be successful. It's just his playing days are over. Miles. After seeing that elite block that he did in the game, were you surprised by this news? 
No. I mean, if we look at it, over the last 10 years, he's been exceptionally like He's been awful. He's been a terrible quarterback. Couldn't do it as a fullback. Went to baseball and was basically a sideshow for the Mets, who should have brought him up this year, by the way, but he wanted to play football. Um, and then he couldn't play tight end. Like, I don't know. He's, he's a better announcer and a better uh, analyst than he is a player, which is not his fault. He's a good guy. But you know, being a good guy doesn't mean you deserve to be on a roster in the NFL. So I'm sorry, Tim, but <laughs> you're going to have to go back to college. Greg, we know you've been outspoken on one of your close friends of Tim Tebow. How did you feel about the news of him being waived? I'm glad it's done. I'm glad it's done. It, it needed to be. It needed to be over. Um, <laughs> I, I, this is no. This is so not surprising. This was like the most predictable thing. I mean, I, I guess the, it wouldn't have surprised me if he made the team either. But you saw him throw that block the other day. I don't, I don't think that's why he got cut. Um, I think that might just one of many reasons why he got cut. But you're trying to you're trying to build something for this guy, Trevor Lawrence. Trying to build something in Jacksonville. Jacksonville hasn't been good in God knows how long. So you know you can't. You can't take flyers on Tim Tebow right now. You're just not in that position. And uh, quite frankly, you never should be in that position if you want to be a good team. So um, it, it's not surprising. It, it, I don't blame Tim Tebow for trying. You know, like it's good, it's good that he got a chance to try. I mean, I'm glad he got to use his privilege to try out, but it, it's over now. And it's, 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 it's for the best, for the best. Ain't nobody need to see that. Trust me. I could have lived without seeing Tim Tebow ever try to throw a block. For real. That, that was really... Bad. That was pathetic. Bro, he threw that block, spun his whole spun his whole self around, and then ran into his own teammate. <laughs> and then you no, know, what was really crazy, and this is this is how you knew you knew right away it was his fault. When he ran that route and he sat down in in the zone and he turned around looking for the ball and his teammate caught it right next to him, you could already tell he was in the wrong spot. Because he didn't know where he was. He he was like, Oh shoot, you're here too. <laughs> 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 he like he like damn I don't know where I'm going and then he just try to go you saw him out there trying to go throw a random other block so yeah it, it's time to hang it up. It was a bad look, bro. Yo, shout out to him for trying, um, trying to shake the gene. He you know obviously has that itch and that love for football still, but might be best served as a commentator. You mentioned Trevor Lawrence, one of the rookie quarterbacks who actually played this week. How do y'all rank some of these rookie quarterbacks in their performances and how they did um, this first week? It's preseason, yes, we know, but this was their first action, first taste of NFL football. So, Chris started off. Where would you rank them? Uh, your top quarterback performances from the rookies? Yeah, I think I think if we're gonna rank them, I think Justin Fields has to be at the top because you know he he's every bit as advertised and, and he's gonna be a star when when his time comes and, and he's able to really take over that franchise and, and they sit Andy Dalton down. Um, I mean, you know Justin Fields he was great. He was 14 for 20, 142 yards, had two total touchdowns. Um, and the first one too, he looked comfortable when you know he was receiving pressure in, in the backfield. You know, he tucked the ball and did what he does at Ohio State. He tucked it and ran it. And then, um, you know, his second touchdown, that wide open uh, wide receiver in the end zone, just backpedaling in there. Justin Fields looks comfortable. 
he, he looks real comfortable. And I think he's going to, he did look like a rookie at times where, you know, he was kind of forcing throws and making some mistakes, but I think, you know, that's his growing pains that's going to come. But I feel like once he learns the playbook and, and uh, really gets going, like he's going to be the, the best quarterback out of this draft class. Um, second, I think you got to put, I think you got to put um, Zach Wilson up there. I think Zach Wilson comes in second. He he looked really comfortable too, and he was making smart throws. Yeah, they weren't flashy. Um, there were like a lot of check down throws, but <laughs> Miles is over here, giddy. But uh, yeah, I think I think Zach Wilson was was making some really good throws. He was six for nine. You know, he only played two series, but I like what I saw from him. I liked how he moved. Um, and then Trey Lance at for for me, it has to be at the bottom. I think um, I'll skip number three, uh, Trevor Lawrence. I wasn't, I wasn't really impressed by him. Um, but again, he was six for nine as well. Justin Fields definitely played the most. He played, uh, you know, through two quarters, but um, I expected more, more from Trevor Lawrence um, in just the short amount of time that we saw. He made some good throws, but he also made some, some pretty bad throws too. Um, and I just didn't see enough consistency from, from Trey Lance. He, you know, he was five for 14, I think, um, you know, 70, no, he, he was, yeah, five for 14, 120 something yards. Um, he had that beautiful touchdown pass, um, 80 yard bomb. But other than that, like, you know, five for 14 is not that great either, right? So um, I think it, that throw was was beautiful. He rolled out to his left and, and hit the guy, you know, running a post uh, from the left side over to the right side um, and placed the ball perfectly. So I, I think he's going to be super special. I just need to see more from him you know, based off this one preseason game before, you know, I move him higher in the ranks. Miles, what was your thoughts? What was your takeaways from these uh, rookie quarterbacks? One name that he didn't mention was Mac Jones. How you feel Mac Jones did in, in his um, opening night? Um, I mean, he was kind of just dinking and dunking. It wasn't much down the field, but, you know, he outplayed Cam Newton. So I think he could be the starter week one for the Patriots, which sucks for Cam Newton, but, you know, most other top 10 quarterbacks, this doesn't happen to. So, um, but he, he was all right. He wasn't better than Zach Wilson. That's all I got to say. He wasn't better than Zach Wilson. He was making plays on third down, zipping it in against uh, some team. I forget the name of them, but. Uh, <laughs> Damn, I didn't even go hold you. I forgot about Mac Jones. I, I forgot about now. I don't. I don't know if it, he definitely would have been above Trey Lance, but I forgot about Mac Jones. Carry on. No, but Zach, he showed. He showed a lot of poise. Um, didn't have a touchdown pass, but you know it's tough to do that in one series where you're missing some guys out there. So, but all in all, he was pretty good. I know Greg has this pained look on his face because Danny Dimes wasn't out there, but you know, he'll bring that up in a second. Um, well, I mean, Trey Lance, I didn't think was that bad. If you're looking at it, you can see the talent oozing off. Yeah. Like letting, letting that ball, it was on the money. He didn't have any of the starters out. I don't even know who the receiver was who caught the ball, but put it on the money and he was off to the races. Trent Sheriffield, by the way. Trent Sheriffield. Okay. All right. Shout out to Trent. Um, but Trey Lance, he he needs time, though. 
as you can see, he's not ready to take the reins just yet. But mm. I mean, it's one preseason game. Right. And I mean, Trevor Lawrence was Trevor Lawrence. You're kind of expecting God to come down and throw passes in Jacksonville, but he's still a rookie too. So I'll give him, I'll put him a little bit up. And then who is it? Justin Fields. I mean, he did good. He was going against, you know, second and third string guys. So I want to see him against a, a starting defense before he says it's it's too slow. Like the game's already slowed down for me. But I mean, all in all, it was a good showing for him. You know, I don't I don't think the the Bears benefit any by starting Andy Dalton. Like they should give Justin Fields every chance to win the job. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. The only thing I say with that, it, it might really be too, you know, it might be slowed down for him because the teams he was practicing against and teams he played against in the SEC is 90% of them are in the NFL right now. So maybe it is a little bit too slow for him. Do you think, speaking of though, Trevor Lawrence, do you start Trevor Lawrence week one with, obviously they still have some struggles on the offensive line. He got sacked a couple times, fumbled it, got the fumble back. Do you want to put your number one overall pick out there to take these hits possibly with Jacksonville? I mean, if he's getting compared to Andrew Luck and in the breath of Peyton Manning, then we shouldn't be losing out on a, a QB competition to Gardner Minshew, who wears you know, bootcut jeans and wears a mullet on Sunday night. I don't, I don't <laughs> lose the top. Like he's gonna start week one. Um, I mean, he's their most talented guy out there. We already see what Gardner Minshew is. He he's a fun guy, you know. Need a backup in fantasy football, but you know, fantasy football doesn't win you real life games. It, it can win you some money on the side, but it doesn't do much for players on the field. So, I mean, I see Trevor Lawrence. He's He's going to show you guys something. Well, show Greg something this year. Greg, take it away. You you had a couple perplexed looks while Miles was giving his take. He's talking He's talking about Zach Wilson. Like, Zach Wilson wasn't playing against all of our second-string players, first off, and still didn't score a touchdown. He also was talking as if Jordan Love didn't, Outplay Zach Wilson. Jordan Love was the second best quarterback that played out of all the rookie guys. Like, I mean, I know he wasn't a rookie, but he has, we haven't seen him. And out of all these, he's he's, like third, he's a he, he's a third year guy. It don't matter. He looked damn good. We haven't seen him play, and he looked we looked real good. We he has, he's been on the shelf. I would put him in this category too. He might as well be a rookie. I mean, he's been there learning what with, with Aaron Rodgers. I get it, but he looked good. He looked real good and. It was the first we'd seen of him. I, I'd seen him, certainly. I don't know about everybody else, but. Right, but he's had the chance to learn the system for three years. Yeah. I, he should look good. I, we'd be disappointed if he didn't look good. He's been doing nothing but practicing. Yeah, well, you'd be surprised how many guys that do nothing but practice and still look still terrible. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll give him some credit. I'll put it in there. Yeah, he's, he's a, he's I, I love the credit. He's a, fresh, he's a fresh face. So, he looked good. And, and, I mean, if I had to rank it, I mean, Justin Fields obviously number one. Justin Fields is obviously talking all that cash right now because he played well, but he needs to slow down. Like, they didn't scheme for him. He's going to make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes, right? And I, and, I, and I love to see – I can't wait to see the double standard play out. Yes, he's a, I think he'll be the best quarterback in this in, in this class. I do. I, I was saying that. I think he's better than Zach Wilson. I, 
I thought the Jets should have taken Justin Fields. I definitely did. But honestly, if the Jets took Justin Fields, it probably wouldn't have worked out anyways because it's the Jets. So it worked out the way it was supposed to work out. It's fine. Now, let's see how it all shakes out. I think Justin Fields the best the best performance. He was, he was calm, poised, all the things you said. Um, Zach Wilson looked good. I mean, he looked okay. He was he did it. He yeah, he has good. I see the art. Like yo, he's, he didn't do nothing crazy. Like he was he was okay. He has you has you can see the arm. Like he has a really good. Arm. He was okay. Yes. I don't know. Huh? Was he good? Is he okay? He's all right. He was all right. Like he was somewhere in between. He was okay. Like he, he didn't wow me, but I was like, oh, he has a really good arm. Like it stood out. You can see how good his arm was. He can you agree? Huh? Can you agree that he looked really comfortable? He looked comfortable, yeah. I don't think he looked like he was uncomfortable back there. I mean, again, I think he'd be a lot more uncomfortable by starting defenses out there. I don't think it would have been sweet. He made a lot of mistakes going against that secondary, but he didn't do that. He played against the guys he was faced with, and he did a good job, and he did a good job. So I'll give him credit for that. We'll see how it works. I think he's going to make a lot of mistakes this year because of the fact that he has that kind of arm. Though. Guys who have that kind of arm, they, they can throw the ball through a brick wall, and they're going to try to put the ball in places you probably shouldn't try to put the ball. So – I don't expect it to be a smooth sailing year, but I don't think any Jets fan should. I think it's going to be a year where he's going to have ups and downs, like any rookie quarterback, you know, like the guy across town, Daniel Jones did when he had his rookie season. It's it's just a part of being a rookie. That's it. You hope they show promise, like Daniel Jones did. Anyways, on to the next one. I think Mac Jones was 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 good. I think Mac Jones was good because he didn't make mistakes. He didn't make mistakes. Like he just kind of he just followed the playbook. He just put the ball where it had to be put. That's it. He was on time. He didn't. He is not going to wow you, and and no one expected that of him. No one expects him to throw the ball, uh, throw bombs all over the place. It's not him, but he's a, he's going to put the ball on target and on time, and he was doing that. I mean, it, it was good, and it's sad that Cam can't Cam can't look better than him. Like that, I'm really more disappointed in Cam with that whole situation. Cam can't look better than a guy who's just doing the bare minimum. He's just doing like he's just doing the job description. Like he's just a guy who comes to work every day and does exactly what he's asked to do but doesn't do the bare minimum like that's him dude the, the, mac jones is like the janitor like he just come in and do what he got doing and get out of there and that's all he did and that's all and that's all he did and, and cam couldn't outshine him come on cam that's crazy bro can't can't talk about top 10 all right well that situation is sad but he played but mac give mac his credit he went in there and he did what he was asked to do so maybe mac wins the job um and then, I mean, Zach, Zach wasn't like, oh, he touched on that. He looked good. And he, she, he showed, he showed flashes of, of what he, why he went, he was taken so high. Um, Trevor Lawrence was, as I expected, okay. Okay. Like, he's all right. Like, he's okay. Like, yo, <laughs> you put, it's all that pressure you put on him. It's all that pressure people put on him. Like, that's why he looked the way he looked. He's a good, he's a, he's a very talented player. Like, no question about it, but. I'm talking about best quarterback ever, quad quarterback ever. Well, that didn't look like the best college quarterback ever to me who came out. He ain't look like Andrew Luck. So um, I'll leave that there. And, you know, I mean, I don't think there's anybody else of, of note that I'm forgetting. Who am I forgetting here? That I'm nah, you, you mentioned everybody. With Mac Trey Jones, Lance. Trey Lance, yeah. With Mac Jones, I want to ask y'all this before we transition. Didn't he play? Just like what the Patriots would want, though, they do a lot of the short slants, the five, six-yard passes. It's not really often outside of when they have Randy Moss where they're doing deep passes. So didn't he kind of play into what their system is? He did. He did. 
He did exactly what Belichick wants him to do. Just don't make mistakes on our defense when you games. So yeah, um, I think he, I think he definitely did, and he keeps the offense going and flowing. So uh, I just think that it's hard to win games, close games when you play against another team that's another great defense, and you, you need someone to make the throw, who's going to make that big throw, who's going to put it right where it has to be on time and on target, and make the deep throw and intermediate throws. Like he has to be able to prove he can do that. So that's that's the part of it that's tough. But I think. Unfortunately, the, it looks like the bare minimum is going to be enough to beat Cam out for this job, which is really disappointing, which is really disappointing. But you Yo, know what? Cam has bigger problems, Cam. Go get, go get vaccinated, Cam. Honestly, he might, spot, he might have a spot in the Giants next year if everything goes wrong. Because Daniel Jones, I'll tell you, it's, <laughs> this is not a Daniel Jones topic. He, but you see, he turned, he baits me into Daniel Jones topics. And then, and then y'all say I talk about Daniel Jones too much. He baits me into it. I, I just, just wait, just wait, just wait. Daniel Jones, just wait. I ain't got to say nothing about Daniel Jones. I, I'll tell you this right, I'll tell you this right now, Miles. You better be, look, be, relax, relax, pump the brakes. Don't talk about my quarterback. Worry about your own quarterback situation. There's going to be a lot of sloppy football going on with, with gang green. A lot, a lot of sloppy football, okay? If I were him, if I were you, honestly, for real, I would just be like, yo, just let Zach focus on throwing the ball to Elijah Moore as much as possible. Beat Elijah Moore, and hopefully things go well from there. Elijah Moore is the best. He's the best thing I got going. For real. Elijah Moore. Other than that, it, it's it's bad. Oh, it's bad. Okay. I hit a soft spot. Hit a soft spot. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned it a couple minutes earlier, Miles. We want to jump into it. A lot of people have been asking for it. I want y'all to give me the top quarterbacks y'all see in fantasy coming out fantasy this year for fantasy football and give me some sleeper picks. So miles, I know you're pretty much the fantasy football aficionado on this very, you know, it very well. You're our Malk. You're our Mel Kuyper jr. Who are some of the top uh, fantasy quarterbacks coming into this season and some sleepers that they should look out for. Well, I think that I really like Justin Herbert coming back year two. I mean, he was tearing the roof off the, the game last year as a rookie. So I think he's going to get better. He still has Keenan Allen, who's as consistent as they come. Hopefully Mike Williams can stay healthy enough for him to get something going. Cause he's good when he's healthy, but that's the only knock on him. Um, I really like Ryan Tannehill as a sleeper this year too. Because now with Julio Jones, you got A.J. Green. You lost Jonu Smith, but you still got Ferkskin as, as a pretty good tight end there, too. And then, you know, Derrick Henry takes a lot of pressure off of you. So, I mean, you better make some plays. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to put Joe Burrow in there yet. I'll let Chris touch on him. Yes, sir. But, you know. Joe Burrow would have to be able to be able to be able to stand up in the pocket to be a top quarterback. And so First of all, you you, 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 you better calm happen. down and, and go check where they got your boy Daniel Jones ranked because he's at 20 right now for fantasy. Oh, I don't hey, yo, yo, I yo, I'm not worried. I'm gonna be insufferable this year. Just be ready. Yo, it's August 17th. We're really like it's gonna we're gonna be right on football season. And I'm telling you, when he plays well, don't even y'all might as well not show up. Y'all might as well not show up. I'm I'm telling you, it's gonna be he's gonna play really well this year. I don't, I don't care about the ratings. I, I know I know. Trust me, I know. That's what the, people listen to the show because we're supposed to know before other people know. 
That's what it's supposed to be. So if I'm wrong, I'll eat that. But guess what? I'm not gonna be wrong about Daniel Jones. You're just hopeful. Just You're just hopeful. I'm not hopeful, but I'm I am confident that Daniel Jones will be very good. Bro, I'm, last I'm, week he last week he threw it to the linebacker with no receiver in sight. That's okay. That's okay. No, it's not. That's okay. Yeah, no, it is. It's not. That's okay. I'm not yo. I am telling you, I know what I see when I watch this guy play. Oh. That's not a normal thing for Daniel Jones to go out there and do. He doesn't do that in games. He's not known for that. I'm not concerned. You show me a one-off clip because it's fun to hate on Daniel Jones. That's fine. When he plays well, keep that same energy. Just keep the same energy when it goes the other way. That's all I'm saying. I, I know what I'm going to get this year. I know what I'm getting. Listen, I ain't show you a one-off clip. Bleacher Report, ESPN, Sports Center, the world showed you a one-off clip. I had nothing to do with that. That's okay. <laughs> Oh, we just That's talked okay. about it. Keep that to all of them. Keep that same energy. Yes, yeah. all the report, House of Highlights. Keep that same energy. Do y'all think Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson would be a bigger uh, fantasy quarterback this season? I think Kyler Murray because they just uh, added AJ Green. Um, they they got a lot of weapons over there with D Hop, um, AJ Green. They got uh, Isabella. And then they have um, who's that? Who's that other little wide receiver they got too? Speedster on the outside. Um, but they got Chase Edmonds still too. Yep, yep, at the back back backfield. So um, Kyler always puts on in terms of fantasy, just because he can do so much with his legs. Russell Wilson could too, um, but I feel like Russell Wilson's age is catching up to him. I don't feel like he ran as much last year. He was under a lot of pressure. He had a lot of uh, plays where he threw the ball away and avoided a sack rather than, you know, tucking it and running. Um, but Kyler, Kyler Murray just gives you so much, and, and he can, you know, make something out of nothing. So I, I think for, for that reason, Kyler Murray will uh, be more successful this year in fantasy. I mean, Russ got somebody to come home soon, so I'm throwing that ball away too. I'm, I'm <laughs> sliding. I'm running out of bounds. You say what you want. He dug in some old, you darn right. I got Sierra to come home to, bro. So I'm going to make sure I'm able to walk once this is all said and done. Running backs. Who are some of the top running backs in fantasy that y'all think, obviously, outside of the obvious? Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara. Who do y'all think are some names that people should look out for in uh, these drafts for fantasy, for running backs? Joe Mixon. I'm, and I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not just saying that because I'm a Bengals fan, but I'm saying it because this is he has something to prove this year. He signed a, a big contract extension in the off season. Uh, he got hurt last year uh, towards the end of the season. He was hurt the year before for a little bit. He has something to prove. And and you know, I think it was two and a half, three years ago. Um, you know, he was among one of the the top five running backs uh, that season. Um, so I, I think this year he, he's he's gonna come back. You know, with vengeance, he looks good. He looks healthy. Um, so I, I think he could definitely be a sleeper pick. Another person is um, – I'm saying Ezekiel Elliott, man. I, I think I think Ezekiel Elliott is, is going to wow a lot of people this year just due to the fact that – I've been telling you all, Ezekiel is in shape. He's ready to go. Greg, you're muted. No one can hear you, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, Ezekiel I, – I can't, I, can't, I can't say what I just said on the podcast. Well, I'm going to – yo – so you named two running backs before Saquon Barkley? Are you out of your mind? We already no 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 no. See, he don't even be listening. That's part of the problem. He didn't say Saquon. I didn't. We already no, said we weren't going to talk about the top ones. We're talking about. I, threw, I I set the table. I said outside of you know the Christian McCaffrey's, the Alvin Kamara's, outside of you know those type of players, the Derrick Henrys, who comes to mind? 
We know what we're going to get out of Saquon. Saquon is a dog. We already know what we're going to get out of him. He's going to be getting you a lot of fantasy points. We get that. We don't need to talk about Saquon. What's understood doesn't need to be said. I'm just making sure. Yeah. Yeah. Get up out of here, bro. Get up out of here. You be going talking about these these okay running backs. It's okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Nick Chubb too. Nick Nick Chubb Chubb is not a sleeper, bro. No way. (laughs) No way. If by now you're still sleeping on Nick Chubb, you're not watching football. Nah, nah. I'm not saying we're sleeping on Nick Chubb, but I'm saying like when you think of fantasy, like he's not one of the first top names you hear of. You think of Alvin Kamara. You think of Saquon Barkley. You think of Derrick Henry. I'm just bringing his name to light. He's not a sleeper for sure. He's been balling the past two seasons. Um, but, yeah, and I want to say um, uh, Kareem Hunt, too, if he gets more touches. I just don't see that happening with with uh, both of them. I mean, it could. It very well could happen. They they could they have a good thing going over there in Cleveland. So, um, but those are my picks right now. What about you, Miles? I really like Antonio uh, – who is it from Antonio Gibson? From the Redskins. I think he's going to have a big year. Um, I heard the coaches are talking about him playing that McCaffrey role over in, in Washington, which, I mean, if you start throwing that name around, especially in fantasy, you, you got to, you know, you got to start to listen. You got to pick, pick up on the clues before it happens. Um, I like Mike Davis from the Falcons as a sleeper. He was McCaffrey's backup last year and, he was putting up big numbers when he was out. So I think that he's someone you can get pretty late in the draft. And I mean, if you're able to get an RB2, like round 10, you know, round 11, that's a steal. Because usually you're just trying to fill out your roster at that point. But I think those two guys, um, who else did I put on my list? How do you feel about J.K. Dobbins? I think he could have a big year. I mean, I, I think he could too. More often last year, they they wasting their time with Mark Ingram. Who right. Passed, when, when he he's past his prime. Yeah, but, when he got his chance last year, he shined. And I also think uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to bounce back this year too. I think they got a better offensive line. I mean, the weapons around him are crazy, so it's going to open up a lot of holes for him and. We'll see. I think he's gonna he's gonna shock some people. I think a name also to to look out for, Najee Harris. I think Pittsburgh they're the best when they're able to run. Ben Roethlisberger is another year older. Um, they didn't really upgrade their wide receivers, so I think the best opportunity for them to really be successful is to have Najee Harris getting a lot of attempts, getting some passes outside of the backfield, I think that would be best. Um, so I think Najee Harris is another name to look out for. Transitioning to our cap or facts. First one, Spencer Rattler will be the Heisman winner this upcoming season. Cap or facts? I'm calling cap. I'm calling cap. I think that he's going to put up a lot of numbers this year, but – it's not coming out of left field, but I think my boy Bryce Young is going to take it from Alabama. I think we're going to have another Bama Heisman Trophy candidate. But I mean, he's kind of under the radar. He he was back. He was a backup for uh, the quarterback last year, and I don't know. I think that 
especially in the SEC, if you play well and you put up big numbers, that kind of puts you ahead of everybody else because that's basically the minor league for the NFL right there. So that's my pick. What about Sam Howell from UNC? Yeah. He's like he's like mini he's a young Baker. He's a young Baker. That's what you remind me of Baker Mayfield. That's what you remind me of. I I he can make a run too if they load up on their class. I don't know what the class is like. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know the recruiting class inside and out. I don't, but I know they haven't been bad and that kid can play. So he could be up to two. I think Rattler will be the front. I think Rattler will be the front runner. It's Oklahoma, they load up every year. It's he's, he's a safe bet. He's a safe bet. Um, I think image but, has a lot to do with it too. You said image? Yeah, in like popularity. Oh yeah, I mean Rattler's well known. Rattler's well known. Very he's the well. top quarterback coming out, right? And he's flashy and he likes to talk some trash. He's a he's a cocky kid. He's a real cocky kid. So and he can play. He can really play. So I, there were times where I wasn't as impressed with him watching him play last year, honestly. Um, you know, I had plenty of downtime to kind of watch them play. Um you know, on flights and things like that. So when I watched him play, I always thought he was he was just kind of up and down with his play. Like he he his highs are real good, but his lows are are bad too. He has a lot of growing up to do. So hopefully he takes that step forward. He takes that step forward and he's he's protecting the ball. They have a shot. He he has a shot. Now not only does he have a shot to win Heisman, they have a chance to win the entire thing. For them to win the entire the national championship. We'll see. But it, it didn't the Ohio State get that the top um quarterback coming out of high school. Yeah, Ewers, his name is. Yeah, Quinn Ewers. Yeah, he trains with Pat Mahomes. Huh? He trains with Pat Mahomes. He said he's like Pat Mahomes. He trains with him. There's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of similarities between him and Pat Pat Mahomes. Some of our listeners will get that. Some won't. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Next one, taunting the taunting rule in the NFL. The new taunting rule completely takes all the fun out of the. out of the league, cap of facts. Facts. Big facts. Bro, what what the I believe it was the Colts running back, what he did the other day after dragging the entire defense and turning around and just showing a little emotion, right? Showing a little passion, showing a little fire for what he just did. That's not taunting, man. That's just being fired up and being emotional. Like I just made a great play and I'm excited. He wasn't doing it as disrespect. He was doing it because he had so much passion and uh, emotion in him for for the play that he just made. I don't think I don't think it's going to get blown out of proportion um, in the regular season. I think the NFL knows deep down that um, NFL ratings ha- haven't been the best over the past few years. So I don't think that they would do anything to jeopardize that. Um, I do think they they kind of wanted to make it a point to uh, maybe discourage some people from taunting, right? Thinking that like this is something that they're going to strictly enforce. But when it comes down to it, I don't think that they're necessarily going to strictly enforce it like that. I think it's preseason. I think they uh, maybe just throwing these these flags because again, it doesn't necessarily uh, count towards anything. Um, it at, at least in terms of the regular season. But I don't think it's something that they're going to go crazy with because again, the viewership is already down, and you know they don't want to you know risk anything in, in terms of the future. I hope you're right. I hope you're right because it, it, it this is what my, all I could think today when I saw that clip of John Mara talking about it saying we don't want to see that anymore. We don't want to see that anymore. This is what you get when you let old white men be the decision maker behind these things, man. What, what good is going to come out of letting a whole bunch of old white men make decisions behind what's entertaining and what's not? Since when were they, since when were they the people we listen to about what's entertaining? 
really like when was that ever the like when was that ever the move so stupid so stupid like this is a stupid move by a multi-billion dollar organization like the nfl to let these guys be the decision makers that these guys be the influencers on this kind of stuff who said we didn't like seeing guys celebrate in the end zone or seeing guys celebrate after a big play that's part of the fun of it all like i don't understand I don't understand how, like, most people that that watch these games don't look like John Mara. They don't look like John Mara. That's not their demographic. Who are you trying to keep happy here? So, like, what is this about? What is this really about? You know where I'm going to go. What is this really about? Why Why is it that these guys can't taunt? Or not even taunt. We're calling it taunting. These guys are showing emotion at their big plays. That's part of the fun. Jong is part of the fun of sports. We all know this. We all know as people who played sports competitively at some point in our life. Like, that's a part of it. So for you to let these guys just group up and make this decision in a vacuum without any, any kind of input from the fans at all, anybody from the people who pay for your product, that is so short-sighted. That is so privileged. It is so stupid. It's stupid. And quite frankly, it's, it, it, it really does. It, there's, it smells like there's, there's racing here, here. Like this, it smells like that's where we're going with this whole conversation because this league was a league that was dominated by white people, which it isn't. Now there's a nice percentage of it, but it isn't. I don't know if this is a conversation. I don't know. If, I don't think this is a conversation. So why'd you make this rule? Because of Jalen Ramsey? Because he likes to talk? We love seeing Jalen Ramsey talk trash. That's fun. That's fun. We, we love that. We love seeing Odell celebrate after getting the first down. We love that. We love Odell was electric in New York because of that. That it was it was a persona he created. What about Zeke after doing the stupid eat after, you know, like Eat, whatever he ain't all that but after doing the, the eat after getting the first down yeah like that's we love that we love that that's 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 what makes this fun these guys already wear helmets these guys you don't see nfl players so they don't get to create those personas the way nba guys do so you're taking away the one thing they have to create their brand you're taking it away you're literally taking money out of their pockets honestly but from a marketing perspective there's a lot of things wrong with this but it also reeks of just utter stupidity and, and short-sightedness, and quite frankly, racism. It just smells like it. Like, why are you guys making this? Why? What's the real reasoning behind it? Who gets hurt by guys taunting? Who, what do you mean, we don't want to see it, John? What do you mean by that? We. You, I don't give a damn about you or the other owners. Like, it's about us watching the, the product. What are you talking about? Uh, it don't make any sense. I don't know if you It seems like Antonio, Antonio agree. It seems like you agree. It seems like you guys agree. I just don't... It don't make any sense at all. It definitely is hinting at basically hey you black athletes we don't like how you guys celebrate so stop it essentially break it down as simply as that and it's it was so beautiful that Mara spoke up being that he was one of the you know front people that wanted to get Odell out of there it's very beautiful that he spoke up um part of Odell leaving was you know the antics and all of that that was going on that's a part of the emotion that's a part of the football you're not going to show any emotion then i think that takes away from the players i think that takes away from them being able to be the best at as themselves we talked about the last episode some players need to be talking trash some players need to be emotional that gets them going now you have a risk of hey if you your if you be yourself, you might get a flag. It might be that play might be taken back. That might be 15 yards. Like now you're penalizing and possibly hurting your team. 
Seahawks should have paid Dwayne Brown first over Jamal Adams. Cap or facts? Sad to think, it's sad to think that, that that whack contract they gave Jamal is going to be the reason why they can't go after Dwayne, you know, Dwayne Brown and get him taken care of. Um, but yeah, Dwayne Brown's more important to the team. He is an old line. An old lineman is more important on the on the value scale of how this the whole thing works out. Because just from a position standpoint, your old line's more important. We'll ask Joe Burrow about that at the end of the season. But yeah, it's more important. Uh, your old line position oh is more important God, than your safeties bro. are. I'm sorry, getting getting Jamal Adam taken care of as great of a player as he is. He's a great player. He's a great, great, great player. You don't. You you just don't. You can't. You can't. You can't risk. Russell Wilson's well-being back there. He is everything. Without him being functioning, without him being himself and being up to get a clean pocket to step into, things don't go that well. Your, your season falls apart immediately. If you lose Jamal Adams, you will be okay. Like you can still get into the playoffs. So yeah, I don't. I think it was a pretty you know short-sighted move unless they get Dwayne Brown taken care of. I know I, I saw that Russell Wilson's going to restructure his contract. He's going to do that for these guys. So um, if you know they still get it done, then it's all a mute point. It all doesn't matter, but it, let's hope they do because your old line is so important. Take it from a Giants fan. So important. <laughs> you need to take care of that. So, so why you choose violence every chance you get, bro? Huh? No, nah, for real. You get me tight. Like, we might, I'm, you might make me sit up and whatnot. Like, you choose violence every chance you get, bro. Like, why you got to throw that Joe Burrow slander in there? Now, I got, now we don't have to talk. Oh, it's not Joe Burrow slander, though. Nah, it's, it's, I know, a I like, he's slander a very good player. ain't going to be tolerated. Listen. Listen, did you watch did you watch this play against the Buccaneers the other day? Did you did, did we have any line watched, issues? I went, I went back and watched the highlights. I didn't watch the game and I'm like, if I went back and watched the highlights. And our line looks solid. We not great, but we look fine, bro. We, we, got to, we got a little not great in front of that guy who just tore up his entire leg last year. Bro, it takes it takes years. It takes years to get a great O line. It, it ain't it ain't gonna happen in a year, bro. It ain't gonna happen in a year. All we That's need is so depth, so and we're working so on that. I'm, so, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right now. You talk about Joe, Joe Burrow slander. I think Joe Burrow is the best quarterback out of all the out of all the quarterbacks we root for in in this chat room in this chat room right now. He's the best quarterback out of all of them. That's he's not a debate, though. Lord we knows know, he's we, better than we, Zach we Wilson. That. Lord knows that. I didn't want to hear that. And and for now, and for now, he's better than Daniel Jones. For now, we'll see how this. Been better than. And for now, for now, for now. <laughs> seriously, it's, if you don't keep him upright, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. He's gonna be upright, bro. He he's gonna be upright. He's okay, gonna be upright. Don't even worry about Listen, it, bro. He better than Dak. Uh yo, I'm not the biggest Dak guy in the world, bro. I'm gonna keep it a bucket you. I'm not the biggest Dak guy in the world. Who rocking with not, Dak in this not. chat, though? Aren't you huh? a Cowboys fan? Right? No, <laughs> Antonio, Antonio, a full game he Cowboys fan. I was like, <laughs> no. let the Cowboys win four games in a row. We're gonna, we're gonna hear from we're gonna hear from him. Yo, they, nah, <laughs> I'm rooting for all for all teams in the NFL. For all teams, everybody. Yeah, he, he's a tail. He's a tailgater. Nah, I look. I'm in a, a very, a very happy marriage. I don't, I don't take. I'm not going through that relationship anymore. I'm in a happy marriage. Yo, I'm being a happy marriage. And I'm then, so happy you said this, bro. I'm so happy you said what you just said because honestly, bro, I'm about to get married. Um, and I, I've made a decision. Pretty recently that I'm 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 off this narcotic called the New York Mets, bro. They're pissing me off. There's no reason to put yourself 
through that. Now, 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 Miles over here pumping his fist. Here's where I'm at with it. So I, I'm at a place where baseball, I love baseball. I played baseball growing up, but it's a dying sport. Let's just keep it a buck. It's a dying sport. Dying. Kids probably watch you it. so happy. You were so I, happy a month ago. Yeah, you live. No, I, I already told you you're always ready to, to jump out the escape hatch. You're always ready. If, as, a, as a Mets fan, as a New York sports fan, you should always be ready to jump out the escape hatch. Unless you root for the New York Giants or the Yankees, you don't, you're ready. Every other team, for real, you got to be ready to jump out that escape hatch at any given moment. That's what I'm doing with the Mets. I've jumped off the plane. I'm done. I'm, I, I don't think the season's going to go, going to go where it should go. Now they still have, they have a new owner. I'm going to let the, the offseason play out. He's going to throw some money around. We'll see how things go next year. But this, this whole thing with this team, like this year, like I'm off it. I, don't ask me about the Mets. I'm off it. Because it, you, can't, you can't be that bad. You can't, it can't just flip on you. I know they've had injuries, but it can't just flip on you like this. You can't be that bad offensively. It's just it's ridiculous, and then the manager is horrible. Luis Rojas, get fire his, fire him. Like it's just a mess. So I, I'm I'm off that narcotic right now. Like I'm not doing no. it. There's no reason to, put, to take that kind of abuse in my life. Exactly. I don't take that abuse. I've, Cowboys was the last time they did anything worthwhile or won. I was in Pampers, bro. So that that says a lot. So I ain't going through that. I root for all teams. I'm I'm the only one that's impartial on the show. Last one, Kappa Facts. Except when it comes to those Lakers. No, no, I'm talking about football. Lakers, that's another story. Timberwolves are the winners of the Pat Bev trade from the Clippers. Kappa Facts. Well, yeah, the Clippers didn't win. I don't think the Clippers look better. No. How you look getting Eric Bledsoe (laughs) and the team across, the, the team right in the same stadium as you, gets Russell Westbrook. Now, how you look? The Clippers mm-hmm. are so poorly run. It, it is so crazy. Even with Bomber throwing was bread around that Microsoft bread, you still suck. You still suck. You got a you got a you got a superstar that no one respects. Or you we call him Paul a superstar. Is, is he still a superstar? Yeah. Is he still a superstar? He still yeah. constitutes as one. Is Chris Middleton better than Paul George? We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. I see I see him trying to take it shaking his head. We'll see. Um, and then you got another superstar who's not gonna play for half the year, Kawhi Leonard, who I would not have given that bread to four years, 176, I think it was. I'm not giving him that bread. Miles, I'm not giving him that bread. I'm not no, gi- the Clippers won that hurt. The clip, no, the Clippers won that no one though, because everybody thought, and I know Miles probably thought the same thing, he was gonna do a one and one. And then get that Supermax next year. They actually save money by giving them that now. Well, he, I already has a player option after this yeah, year. Yeah, a player option, but it's still, right as of right now, they're saving money because he's still on the contract for at least two years. But if he did the one and one next year, we back in having that same conversation where we talking maybe 35 to $40 million a year he getting. Well, what are you, what are you paying him for? What are you, you're paying him to, he's not going to play half this year. He has, he's only played 50% of his games in a Clipper uniform. What are you paying him for? He's holding you this, he's holding this organization hostage and just taking all their bread. That's all he's doing. Honestly, like Kawhi is great at basketball. It's not about how good he is. This is about availability. This is this all this is about. He does not play. And yo, it's not like Kawhi. I'm not talking about look, an ACL injury, you're not gonna play. I get it. Take your time to get right. Kawhi doesn't play with a turned ankle. Kawhi doesn't play through injury, like it's a known thing. Kawhi does not play with any through any type of discomfort. He's sitting down. Remember what he did to the Spurs on the way out? Remember that whole situation? 
He does not play through discomfort at all. He refuses. And you gave him 176 because what? Because no one wants to go, no one else wants to go play with Paul George. Right? That what it is? That's that's ridiculous, bro. There's a bunch of losers. Losers. Yo, Clippers fans, get off of that narcotic too. Get off of it. I know they went far last year, but it makes it makes no sense. And you go get Eric Bledsoe. Yo, keep it a buck. I don't think he's better than Reggie Jackson. I don't think Eric Bledsoe is better than Reggie Jackson. If Reggie Jackson playing the way he played last year, no. Eric Bledsoe's okay. He didn't reach the heights he was supposed to reach in his career, but he looked real good when he was in the Clipper uniform early in his career. He could have been a star, but now you don't look the same way. Yo, man, it, it's really a sad situation. They, they lost that trade. Timberwolves are going to get Ben Simmons. We'll see. Okay, the Timberwolves are going to get Ben Simmons. Oh, you I'm breaking it right here. Timberwolves getting Ben Simmons. Y'all look surprised. I don't know why. I mean, it's not like it's not like Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons has some prize. I mean, I don't feel it's like it's not like I'm saying it's, it's not good news for the Timberwolves are getting Ben Simmons. <laughs> I mean, not right now. Go ahead, Ma. I don't even know. Hold on, he just threw me off. Somebody else go. You 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 think he said somebody else go? That's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Yo, you you think the Timberwolves are gonna get him before the season though? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know about T. Will specifically, but Ben Simmons can't. He can't put a 76ers jersey on ever again. No. He will never. He, put, he, he, he might, if he puts one on, you have to fire Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey has to get fired. That is a that is a fireable offense if you let him put on a, a Sixers jersey ever again. He cannot. You've already told him you want him out. You can't put him in a jersey. It's too much animosity in the locker room. It's going to tear the team apart. No. Yeah, but but if, if teams aren't coming calling for 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 Ben teams Simmons. Aren't calling, though. Yeah, but they, they can't. Like, I think I think he'll sit out before that. Like I get what you're saying because they asking for a lot, but I think he'll sit out before that because you got Daryl Morey and you got Doc Rivers. Let's not forget after that game was done, they asked him, "Yo, you think been a part of the future?" Doc said, "I don't." I kept don't it a buck. Know. He kept it a buck though. He didn't I, lie. I don't know. I, don't he, know. They, I think they said. I think it was more offensive. I think the question was. It's been a championship point guard. That was the question. Went, and he said, I don't know. Could you win a championship with Ben Simmons as your point guard? And he was like. Eh. He disrespected, dude. He cannot come back under any circumstances. And the Timberwolves won the most. The Timberwolves have a bunch of young players they can offer. So I think a deal will get done. Who are they going to trade? You're not trading Ant. You're not trading Town. So what? D-Lo's I heard they love D-Lo. I think, I think that smoke. I think if they really. I think if it, I think if it came down to it, they'd trade D-Lo. Yes. I think D-Lo and uh, my man Beasley, he just got out of jail. He's got a prison. Beasley's a little, nice little piece. If he's not in prison, then yeah. Let <laughs> me get that ankle monitor off. You go get a bucket. Yo, and I think, too, with the Clippers, you can't tell me that you're trying to win a championship because Pat Bev, I think, is a perfect fit for the Clippers, a perfect fit for what they need to do. He played his role, uh, an annoying pest, and he was actually knocking down threes in the playoffs, knocking down clutch big shots. Let's not forget up until that last, you know, last three, four minutes, he was get he was cooking Chris Paul. He was cooking Chris Paul. That'll so, be good for the for the Wolves. That'll be good for them. Yeah. Good for they, them. they haven't his, last year, them, the Kings, and another team, I forget, had literally historically, historically worst yeah. defenses in the NBA in history from when it was a basketball and a peach basket, they had some of the worst defense between those two teams. So Pat Bev definitely should help with that team. I don't know what happened with Rondo. I don't know if he stays in Memphis, maybe helps out 
John Morant and crew, but I don't know. I think Rondo's nah, he's gonna get bought out. He's gonna get I, bought out. I think Rondo is kind of he had the you know the year with the Lakers, but I think he's at the tail end. It's no more. If he ended up in the Lakers again, I think it'd be a nice little fit. Although I saw they're working on Isaiah Thomas, so it may not be available to him. We'll see. Yeah, I don't, it's in football. I think it's a little, little bit easier to you know have players come in and they're like, all right, we don't have them practice because we know they here for games. They here to play their role for the games, and we need them healthy for playoffs. They don't practice. That's kind of hard to do that in an A two game season. Like, all right. Rondo's probably not going to do nothing all regular season, but let's be ready for playoff Rondo. That's kind of hard to do. You can't just not do nothing in the regular season, and then we wait for you for the playoffs Good to turn point. Bleach Report put out an NBA Big Three list. I'm going to go down the top ten. Let's piss me, me off. off. Let me know what y'all agree with, what y'all don't agree with, who would y'all mix out first, which I don't think nobody disagreeing with on the show. Katie. Harden, Kyrie. Number two is Giannis, Chris, Drew Holiday. Three is Braun, AD, Russ. Four is Embiid, Simmons, and Harris, even though Simmons probably is not going to beat it, but they put him in there. Steph, Draymond, Clay, Lowry, Butler, Adebayo, Donovan, Gobert, Conley, D-Book, CP3, Aiton. Trey, Collins, and Capella, and then you got Levine, Vucevic, and DeMar DeRozan for the top 10 NBA big threes. Oh, my God. Miles. Oh, my God. Started off Miles before Greg. Miles, please just say, just, just say what I'm going to say because the obvious, the obvious offensive thing here is, is very clear. So, please start there. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I get they won the championship, but I don't see how they're better. They have a better big three than LA. Thank God. By AD, LeBron, and Russ. Like, come on now. That's like three MVP caliber players on one team. So I don't think they're, you know, neck and neck for who's the second best big three in the league right now. So, I mean, Bleacher Report, they put out a lot of stuff to ruffle people's feathers, you know, get people to comment. But, you know, I can't, we can't let that slide. That's, that's not true. <laughs> I think Tatum, Brown, and Smart got to be in the top 10 too. Well, I mean, based on their whack, their whack top 10, you might as well put them in there too. But really, middle, Middleton, you put up the big three with, middle, with Christopher Middleton in it over <laughs> LeBron? And Russell and, and are you kidding me, bro? Christopher, some dude named Chris with the K, and you put him in the top. You put him over LeBron. Yo, oh my god, I don't, I don't understand, bro. Like, I really don't. Get, they didn't try Jordan like this. They did not try Jordan like this. That's all I'm gonna say. They didn't try Jordan like this, and this is why I didn't partake in that Giannis nonsense victory lap. I didn't partake in it because I saw this coming. I saw this coming. Everybody who's partaking in the Giannis victory lap nonsense, y'all should all be ashamed of yourselves. This is why we get lists like this. This is why we're talking about Giannis being over LeBron anyway. Look, there's nothing in life that Giannis is better at than LeBron James, period. Like, there's no reason why he should be over the, you know, son, for real. Come on, no. bro. Like, it's crazy. Why you had to, to go to life, though? Like Life. Life. LeBron is better at life and breathing than Giannis, period. Are you kidding me, bro? There's nothing. 
No, nothing. Oh, you really? Nothing. Uh, Chris, Christopher, bro. He said. Yeah. He said breathing. No, bro. No, don't even play with me, bro. No, nah, but it's, it's it's true because, like, like you said, it's, it's only because they just won a championship. If they don't win this championship right now, they're they're not at number two. They wouldn't even have won the championship if the Nets didn't have fluke injuries. They wouldn't have won. They are lucky. They are so lucky. It's nice, but they are lucky. Look, Giannis deserves credit. I'm not saying that. But, bro, that big three, you know how many games Drew just didn't make a make a shot? Now, he plays great defense, but come on, son. Like, Drew's not better than Russell Westbrook. He's not. He's not. There is no part of their big three that's better than Lakers' big three at all. AD, AD is that, yo, when AD's right, he's that dude. Come on. I know I was just talking about availability. I get it. I know I was just talking about it with, with Kawhi. And, and the same rules apply for AD. I get it. You want The same rules apply. AD's 28. He's still a kid, bro. Like, come on, bro. No, 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 no. Stop watching. Yo, just don't go to these other platforms, bro. Don't go to the other platforms. I know we ain't doing top tens and putting out articles and stuff like that. I get that. Maybe one day we'll get there. But the bottom line is you'll never get irresponsible false news like that. Yo, y'all should be tired of false news. We just got out of a presidency where we, all we got was false news. Just be tired of that. Stop going to these other places. That don't make no sense. What the heck? And the list is just terrible all in all, though. It's just bad. Like, forget that. The list is also just not that good. And B, Simmons, and Harris at four is no. Harris? Harris, bro? That's my point. Even if, even if Ben was still there. Even if Ben was still there. There's no way in, no way you in the world. You put some dude named Tobias in there? Over <laughs> who? Tobias? Brand name Tobias. Come on. <laughs> I will put Steph, Draymond, and Clay above them. Come on. So they won chips. They won chips. What has Tobias with, done? Even with Clay coming back, he'll be out a couple months of the season. I still choose that big three any day over in B, Simmons, and Harris. Tobias Harris has, over the last, what, two or three seasons, has consistently consistently not elevated his game in the playoffs. Consistently. He's supposed to be the big three. He's supposed to be that closer, that scoring option for Philly. And they still on the trade market looking for it. Come on, man. Come on, man. But we could transition. You just want to throw that list out there. Flag on the play. This one, uh, we talked about a little bit before. It's pretty... Um, pretty tough. Deshaun Watson allegedly might be a part of now an investigation with the FBI. Accept or decline. I didn't even see this. Y'all want to accept? Anyone else want to work? Because this guy's life is falling apart right in front of us. So I, I don't really even know what else to say outside of that. It's, that is crazy. What is the, what is the uh, so what is allegedly, the allegedly Tony Busby, the attorney representing the 22 women that are claiming that, you know, Deshaun Watson did what he did. Mm-hmm. Said that the FBI con- contacted him to talk about Deshaun Watson because it is believed, allegedly, that he could have been knowingly or unknowingly a part of a sex ring that were using masseuse a part of their sex ring. This kind of irritates me now, now that I know the context. So what was his energy for uh, Bob Kraft when he got caught up at a masseuse's spot? What was that energy for him? Right. Why, why are we having an FBI? Where's the FBI when Bob Kraft was involved? 
Where's the FBI with, with Donald Trump situation, with Epstein and all them dudes? Where's that? I, I, I'm not saying, like, look, I, I just, I, I really have a hard time believing this because I think Deshaun Watson is just an idiot who was out, out here trying to get his, get his, you see, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but just get, you know, just get his, get, get his, have his fun out here. Have his fun out here. I really, I just think he was having mindless fun being an idiot, an idiot, and not caring about who he hurt. But to, I, to say he was in, in a, involved in a sex ring, I have a hard time wrapping my head around that. He may have unknowingly been involved, but where was his energy with Bob Kraft? I didn't hear nothing about it after Bob Kraft got caught up. You, and you, fact, you know what I'm talking about? Speaking with Bob Kraft, the fact that allegedly the videotape was deleted, thrown away, right. made no copies, and just gets to go on living his life. We never talked about it ever again. And so now, and now all of a sudden we're wrapping Deshaun up in this now, like, bro, I don't know, man. That, that sounds real bogus to me. That sounds real bogus to me. Hey, let, let, let due process play out, but we know due process looks different for black people than just for white folk, especially when white folk have billions and billions of dollars. So it just irritates me that, that when you said that, I, was, I thought about Bob Kraft right away, because that always has bothered me that it, it happened and then no one ever talked about it ever again. It was over. We, we, we don't bring it up. Nothing. Bob Kraft is just an owner in the NFL, period. You know, so, nah, man, lock Bob Kraft. If, if, if for nothing else, lock, lock Bob Kraft up off the strength that he want to take away taunting the NFL. Lock him up for that. Alone. And throw away the key. <laughs> yeah, my listeners, just, just to be responsible, this is allegedly, and this is coming from the attorney on the other side. So this could just be false news on his part, trying to pressure Deshaun Watson, but there there is any validity to it. Um, this can be a very damning thing for his career and his life, but we'll keep y'all updated to see, you know, what happens with that. Jalen Green comparing Detroit, the city of Detroit to basically the G League bubble, accept or decline. <laughs> disrespectful as hell. <laughs> no way. I didn't see this. He's so disrespectful. <laughs> so Jalen Green came out and said, of course, he wanted to be drafted number one. But oh. thinking about it, if him being drafted number one, he didn't want it to be in Detroit, though. He would rather have been in Houston. Detroit, he said, would have gave him the same vibes of the G League bubble, going to practice, playing games, going back to your apartment nothing else to do houston on the other hand there's obviously more to do outside of just basketball so he's doubling down on his um disdain for detroit yeah i think i think for jalen green like it's cool to think that but you don't go out disrespecting teams like that because again like your situation is good now but you you could be traded to them in the future you, you know you don't know what what the, what the future holds at any point in your career um, it's kind of like the, the Justin Fields situation too. Like Justin Fields isn't disrespecting the team by saying the game's slow for me. But again, like that, that's something that just cause you're playing well right now, you don't need to come off and say, right. If, if Jalen green, um, he's only been in the league, you know, a hot second hasn't even seen, you know, a regular season game yet. So, um, he's, he's talking hot cause he's feeling himself right now. You know, he's second, second overall draft pick. Um, he's been playing good in the summer league. So, so he feels like, like he's able to hop uh talk hot and disrespect teams but uh again like you know you're saying all this now right and then let's say you know 10 years down the line you ended up getting traded to to detroit 
that ain't gonna look too good for you. You burning bridges. I this goes back to our episode, man. The, that chip on the shoulder is it's starting to be a little bit too much now. He's wearing his heart on his sleeve. It wasn't necessary. You ain't had to say it. You ain't had to go to the extent. Like Detroit as the city is like the G League bubble. That's hey, but you know what's worse about this though? I I didn't realize until today earlier, right before the show. Houston was trying to trade up to get Cade Cunningham. Houston was trying to trade up to number one. Bro, like, what are you doing? Like, it's just a bad look. Jalen Green is so talented. He's, he, he's also just, he's just above this from a talent, from a talent level perspective. He's just really good at basketball. He doesn't have to do this. He's in Houston. He's right. He's, he's right. There's so much more to do in Houston. He landed in the better situation. I actually wanted Cade to end up in Houston. I really did selfishly because I wanted to watch Cade play. It's fine. You know where I'm never going to be? Detroit. I'll be in Houston. I won't be in Detroit because there's nothing in Detroit for me. Okay? Never. So I understand what he's saying. He's absolutely right. But you don't say these things. You don't do that. Like, it's just not a good look. You're not carrying. He, under- he, under- he has to understand, bro. He's not some high school kid anymore. Like, it's you got to carry yourself a little bit differently. You got to act like an adult. You got to act like someone who just ran into $40 million guaranteed. Guess what just happened? Your life just changed. Like, people look up to you now it's just a different standard for you so he's got to be better but it is funny it, it, it's certainly funny because he's not wrong he's keeping it a stack right now he's keeping it a stack right now he's just he's just dead wrong for airing it out yeah i don't think he's wrong i think that's just something that you saved for you know towards the tail end of the career when you look yeah, back. bro write a book or something don't do this why are you like what are you doing just he's just a kid he's just a kid these guys are kids the other thing too, before we transition to the next one, it's just added pressure now. Cause you know when you go to Detroit, you oh. know what type of smoke those fans are gonna be on. You said what? He ain't seen Miles in the Palace, did he? He's too young. Someone gonna try to throw a chair at him or something. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be all chaos. Yo, Lakers workout. <laughs> Lakers worked out Darren Collison, Mike James, and Isaiah Thomas, except for the decline. Except my Except. boy Isaiah Thomas is gonna get that shot. Yo, my, hey, hey, Chris, let let my let Miles talk about this because Miles is mighty quiet. And honestly, he he, he he's disrespecting disrespecting my guy Isaiah Thomas. So in order to have Isaiah Thomas, yeah. sure we gotta make this right right now. Come on, he Miles, said speak up. He's gonna be back in the NBA too. You was talking spicy a few months ago. What you want me to say? I mean, it's cool. It's cool. He's getting a tryout with the Lakers, but. uh he could be that one person that doesn't get picked also. He said, well, they said they're taking two people. They're taking two out of the three. Mike James in there too, right? I still don't believe that he could play any defense, which, you know, kind of, I don't know. I'm a tips guy. So forgive me for saying I need you to play a little defense. Oh, my God. Miles need to get off that narcotic, right? <laughs> he need to get Are off you that really narcotic. <laughs> Yo, the, thing, the thing with even before you go, right? The thing with even with all the names listed, where's the plan talk coming for any of these players? There like somebody, that. somebody's gonna have to sack. You saw Malik Monk, so you're basically telling me Malik Monk is gonna be on the bench. He's gonna be doing the same thing Connie was doing in Charlotte, getting minutes sparingly here and there. I'm pretty confident they're gonna want to play THT. I'm pretty None. confident you just signed Kendrick Nunn. Who he's gonna play? He's gonna play. 
you're going to add IT, Mike James, possibly, or Darren Collison, who is a veteran who was literally only coming to get a chip. Where's the play? IT will get minutes, though. IT will play. IT, how old? He's only 31. 32. And, and he, he's 32. He's over the injuries at the end of his tours, latter half of his prime. He's going to go in there and get buckets, though. Like, if he gets a fair shot at this, he'll play. He won't start, but he'll play. He'll challenge, he'll challenge none. He'll challenge THT. He'll push those guys. It's not a bad sign. It's, it's, it's certainly a good move to make for training camp at the least. At the least. If you're taking that kind of flyer, you're not offering that guy a ton of money. Let that, I think it's a good opportunity. And I said, I, I said, especially since I saw that LeBron tweet where he tweeted at IT saying, keep on, keep on going after seeing TJ Reagan's video of him crying in the hallway. I said, he's going to be a Laker by the end of the week. Now, we're off a little bit by the timing, but he's going to be a Laker for sure. I think he'll be a Laker. He'll get picked up. He, he's he's back. Bro, that guy's a bucket. He's a bucket. And honestly, I know the defense has suffered a little bit. We'll see how it looks when the season starts. But I, I really like that. I don't know why they're not working out on an athletic big is my thing. But I don't get that part. But it's stupid to me. Um, but you're going to take the best guards available. You take your Isaiah Thomas. And then hopefully you cut the other two guards. Let Mike James return to Brooklyn where he belongs. And then you get an athletic big. Um, I agree with that. They need an athletic big. They need another one. Um, after seeing what Mark Gasol did in the Olympics, bruh, keep that joker over there. Do not bring him back <laughs> to Staples Center. Do not. Do not. Tone went to his hotel room and, and took his, his passport and it got lost. It got lost after bruh, seeing that performance. Bruh, leave that joker over in Tokyo, bro. Do not bring him to the Staples Center. Y'all need an athletic big. You're not going to rely on Dwight Howard to do major minutes. So you're going to need an athletic big, hopefully a younger piece, and you add that into the mix. NBA released a couple of games. We're going to end it off with this. Opening week schedule. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, they released the games, and obviously the Christmas games. And we're going to ask you about the Christmas games. Obviously, the marquee game is the Nets versus Lakers. Um, that's obviously the marquee game. But Tuesday... Opening night, we got Nets, Bucks. You got Golden State, Lakers that Wednesday, Celtics, Knicks, Nuggets, Suns. Thursday, we got Dallas, Hawks, Clippers, and Warriors, which I don't even know why they're on TNT with Kawhi going to be out. And Nets, Sixers that Friday to pan it out with the Suns and Lakers. What's the biggest games? What's the games y'all looking forward to off the rip for that first week? Lakers playing is 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 they're the most interesting team in basketball. Lakers and, and the Nets. As let's be honest, Net Bucks. Yeah, I, I that that get back gonna be real nice with the Bucks, bro. Because <laughs> we'll, we'll, I can't wait to beat up on the new and improved Giannis uh, on opening night. That'll be fun. But. Um, that, but outside of that, I mean, there's a lot of other great games. Dallas versus Atlanta is a really good game to watch too. Those guys, you know, Luca versus Trey, and as good as, as as good as the Hawks were last year, I'd like to watch them play, and I'd like to watch and see what Luca does. I know that Dallas hasn't improved marketably since last year, but I, at all, actually, <laughs> which is why that matchup isn't more fun. But watching Luca play is always fun for me. I'm not, Dan Bader does a great job of positioning the superstars. The worst thing they could have done for the Clippers on TV, national TV that night, because the Clippers are going to be without their best player. So we're going to have to watch pandemic P play um, when the pandemic, pandemic may very well be over at that time. But 
Um, not for him because he's pandemic P. But um, yeah, you know, I, I, it's gonna be a fun night, bro. Opening night's gonna be great. And I, I'm, 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 if I'm be honest. The game, I'm really, I really care. I'm circling Lakers Suns because I want to see that team, that Lakers team in action. I'm really excited about that, about watching them play and seeing the met the how LeBron and Russ mix up and how they look playing together. And then yeah, seeing AD. AD been mighty quiet this offseason. I don't know if y'all noticed. He getting right. He heard Antonio talking all that trash. He getting right right now. Just wait. You get a healthy season from AD. You going to chip. He he either getting right or he he on Twitch playing video games. He could be doing both. I mean you got the sports yo player professional athletes didn't have hobbies too. No, it's well, not. Like you said, you're only 28 years old. I mean, you're only two years older than me, you know? So, he got a, he got a lot on his shoulders. Two years we'll younger than you. Miles. <laughs> I'm surprised Miles ain't saying nothing, but I'm going to say it. I'm looking forward, really, to that Wednesday game, Celtics-Knicks matchup. Celtics coming to Madison Square Garden, seeing Kimba in Madison Square Garden and then against the old his old team. And you know how you know how Kimba get busy in Madison Square Garden. I think that's going to be a that's going to be a outside of the big games that we just mentioned, the big games. That's a, that's a game to look out for. I think that's going to be exciting. And, and Can you put up a poll and ask Knicks fans how they feel about Obi Toppin and how they feel about Yo, for real, bro. Bad off topic, but I just want your I, thoughts, bro. I like, I like I like the Celtics Knicks game. I think that's. That's my favorite one, of course. That's your favorite game out of all of them, bro? We'll see. Kemba's <laughs> back in the garden. It's different this year. so I'll be watching that game. I'll be watching for sure. Different this year. For sure. I think he's going to come back motivated and play a little hungry this year because people writing him off, you know. He couldn't even get traded to another team. They, he had to take a buyout in order to, to get where he wanted to go. So I think that his stock is down right now. He's been a little hurt the last couple of years, but I mean, opening night against the Celtics, it's <laughs> nothing better than that, especially MSG. And that game will be good. It's going to be a good one. JT may get 60, but it'll be a good game. <laughs> Yo, well, you know, Bench Mob ENT, we here to get more, nevertheless. If you know the vibes, you already know the vibes. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Bench mob, ENT, we out. Peace. Peace. Nah, Greg, pull up to the crib, though.